And if we all come together, when this whole thing's over with, our church is going to be stronger than it's ever been. Doing more than we've ever done. So we all got to come together. Amen. And if we can do that, I believe God's going to get glory. Amen. Amen. Uh, Psalms 126, verse number 1. When the Lord turned the captivity of Zion, we were like them that dream. Then was our mouth filled with laughter, and our tongue with singing. Then said they among the heathen, The Lord hath done great things for them. God is about to turn some things around in The Lord hath done great things for us. Amen. Whereof we are glad. Amen. Turn again our captivity, O Lord, as the streams in the south. They that sow in tears shall reap in joy. Praise the Lord. Yes. Yes. He that goes forth and weepeth bearing precious seed shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his sheaves with him. I, 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 we're starting a brand new series on sowing and reaping. Amen. And we're going to continue that the next two weeks online. Uh -huh. But today I want to talk to you about the power of a seed. Amen. I want you to understand the power of a seed. Amen. If you understand the nature and power of a seed, yes. your whole life will change yes. from this day yes. moving forward. Amen. Lord, we love you and we bless you. Lord, today we pray for our nation in this National Day of Prayer. Lord, we rebuke every virus. We declare you're the healer. You're the deliverer. And Lord, we believe right now by faith that you can open up your mouth through your throat and rebuke this thing and it ceases. Lord, we're going to stand in faith Lord, we pray for every single person. We pray for all of our leaders. Yes. Give them wisdom yes. in this time. That they can weep and be affected. Yes. Making wise decisions. Lord, be with all of us. May our faith stay strong. May we stay rooted and grounded in you. Unwavering in our faith that we have for you. Lord, we're going to bless you. Now, Lord, we ask you to be with us in our remaining time together. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. You may be seated. Very quickly, Genesis 1, verse number 11. It says, and God blessed them and said to them. No, verse number 11, Genesis 1, 11. Yeah. And God said, let the earth bring forth grass. Now, watch this. The herb yielding seed. And the fruit tree yielding fruit after his time. <coughs> so watch this. God gave seed. And then God said every seed reproduces after its own time. This is common knowledge we have. Right? Common knowledge is every seed reproduces after its own kind. Yeah. Yeah. So apple trees produce 
apples. Apple seeds produce apple trees. Orange seeds produce oranges. Yes. Every seed reproduces after its own kind. That's the law of God. Whose seed is in itself upon the earth, and it was so. So God said, everything I make, the seed's already in it. Amen. Amen. So watch this. God made harvest for man. Harvest. God made a harvest, and then God told man, the seed is in the harvest. So in order to keep the harvest, you've got to take the seed and keep sowing. Now I gave you harvest, and then I gave you seed. Now the rest is up to you. Because every seed reproduces after its own kind. And God, and the earth brought the well, what said this? What's this? And God saw that it was good. Now verse 26 says this. And God said, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, the fowl of the air, and over all the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. So God created man in his image, and the image of God created he, him. Male and female created he them. And God blessed them. And God said to them, be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth, subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea and, and over the fowl of the air and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. And God said, watch this, to man. Behold, look, I have given you every herb-bearing seed, which is upon the face of the earth, and every tree which is the fruit of the tree yielding seed. To you it shall be for food. Amen. Amen. All right. So God said, I've got a way for you to be able to maintain I have given you man seed. I've given you heart, but I've given you seed. So now we can fellowship and get to know one another. And you don't have to plead with me about stuff. You don't have to beg me for stuff. Because I've given you seed. And the seed will reproduce after its own kind. So whatever you want more of, you just got to sow more of that seed. You want your dreams to come true, man. All you got to do is sow more of what I've already given you. You understanding how this works? This is how God economy system works. This is how God set everything up. That God gave harvest. But in the harvest, he put seed. And he told man, now it's up to you to keep it going. It's not up to me anymore. Now I want you to understand this. Here's what God said. It's 
It's not up to me. Now it's up to you. That's right. That's good. That's right. That's a good thought. Yes. I'm not going to do it. I've already given it to you to do. That's right. I've already put it in your possession. Genesis 8, verse 22. Some of you have been with me for a while. You've already heard it. While the earth remains. Yes. Does the earth remain? Yes. Right. Sea time and harvest. And cold and heat. Does it still get cold and hot? Yes. I need, I need audience participation. Does it still get cold and hot outside? Yes. Okay. Does it still get summer or winter? Yes. All right. Does it still get day and night? Yes. All right, none of that has ceased. Right. Right? right. So in the same verse, that night and day, summer and winter, cold and hot, will not stop. God said, seed time and harvest will never stop. That's right. So here's what God said. I've put you in harvest. Amen. I put you in harvest. And in harvest, I've given you seed. Yes. Now, whatever you want more of, sow it. I've given you harvest. I've given you a harvest of my love. Now, if you want more love from others, sow it. I've given you my grace. Harvest. Now, if you want grace from others, sow grace to them first. That's right. Harvest, sow the seed. Amen. That's as simple as what this word. Galatians 6, verse number 7. Be not deceived. Right. Don't walk away. Don't walk around in deception. Uh-huh. Don't be deceived. Right. He said, well, how can I be deceived? Because God is not going to be mocked. Because what was this now? Whatever a man sows, that, say that, that. shall he also reap. You see, we always say what goes around comes around. Karma love that. <laughs> We always talk about it in the negative. Because it's amazing how much people will grasp the negative. But it works not only in the negative, it works in the positive as well. Watch this. Whatever a man sows, that shall he also reap. So so if you want to reap it, sow it. Amen. Now, why does this make sense? It makes sense because God told Adam, I've given you every seed. And every seed seed brings forth a harvest after the seed's time. So whatever you want more of, (coughs) sow more of it. For he that sows to his flesh is going to reap of the flesh corruption. But he that sows to his spirit, I think I talked about this Wednesday night, shall of the spirit reap everlasting life. 
And don't be weary. Don't get tired in doing good. In other words, don't get tired in sowing good seed. That's right. For in due season, yes. there is about to be a season shift. In due season. Listen, don't complain about the good seeds you sow. You counsel your harvest. Don't get tired and say, I'm just, I've done all of this. No, no, God said, let, let me tell you something. In due season, yes. you're going to reap yes. if you won't quit. Amen. Right. Amen. Yes. So don't complain about doing good. Because it's going to come show up in the next season you're walking in. Amen. Second Corinthians 9, verse number 6. I've got to preach this quick. But this I say, he that sows sparingly is going to reap sparingly. Yes, yes. He which sows bountifully shall reap also bountifully. Amen. Right. Amen. That's right. You want a little of it? Sow a little of it. You want a lot of it? Sow a lot. Yeah. Amen. Sowing seed is not something you try every now and then. It's a lifestyle. Yes, yes. To get a perpetual harvest, you have to sow a perpetual seed. Amen, amen. Seeds create harvest. Prayers don't. Right. That's right. That's right. That's good. That's right. Prayers water the seed, but prayers don't sow the seed. You've already been given the seed. How? Yes. Oh. What's this? John 12, verse 23. Let me show you how it works. And Jesus answered them, saying, The hour come that the Son of Man should be glorified. So Jesus is explaining to his disciples, i got to die. That's right. Yeah. And then he says to them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and die, it abides alone. But if it dies, it brings forth much fruit. Amen. Amen. When Jesus got ready to explain his death to his disciples, here's how he explained it. God wanted a family. Yes. But all he had was a son. That's right. That's right. So God sowed a son. And the son became a seed. So that when the son resurrected, God would get his faith. Amen. Yes, yes, yes. If God cannot violate his law, neither can you or I. Amen, amen. If God himself wanted a family, and he said, the only way I can get a family is to sow a seed. Yeah. What makes me think I can get anything in life without first sowing? Amen. God couldn't. Mark 10, verse number 28. Then Peter began to say to Jesus, Lo, we have left all and followed you. And Jesus answered it. Peter, oh, Jesus, we've had everything to follow. You don't know how much we're going to give up. And Jesus answered and said, hey, hey, bro, 
There is no man that has ever gave up their house, their brothers, their sisters, their daddy, their mama, their wife, their children, or lands for my sake or the gospels. But he shall receive a hundredfold. Now. Say now. Now. In this time. How's this? Brother Ren. Sisters. Mothers. Children. Lands. Plural. You're going to have some persecution along the way. But in the world to come, eternal life. Amen. So Jesus isn't just speaking about heaven one day. He's saying what you give up for God and what you sow for God in this earth is going to come back and multiply to you in this earth. You're going to have to still deal with tribulations and some troubles, but then you're going to inherit eternal life. Ephesians 6, verse number 8. Knowing that whatever good thing any man does, the same shall he receive of the Lord, whether he be bond or free. Amen. Now I want you to watch this. Here, God says, you don't even have to be a Christian to get so in Amen. Amen. You can be bound. But whatever good thing you do, God said, I'm going to do it back to you. Amen. Amen. Yes. Thank you. Oh, Pastor John, I just did so much for them. I just did so much for them and they hurt me. Hey, God didn't promise you they're going to give it back. God promised you he's going to give it back. Keep the faith. Keep the hope. In knowing whatever good I've done in my life, God said, I'm going to bring it back to you. Amen. Amen. Don't be disappointed because you do good things <coughs> for wrong people and they burnt you. Yeah. God said, I don't care whether they lost record. I kept the record and I know what you have done and I'm going to give you back every good thing you've ever done. So, Proverbs 18, verse number 24. I'm going to through this. A man that has friends must show himself friendly. And there is a friend that sits closer than a brother. Here's what Jesus said. You don't have to pray for friends. You just got to be friendly. And if you're friendly to people, you're going to reap a harvest of friends. Well, Pastor John, Jesus was talking about herb bearing seed. No, God established a law. And the law is whatever you sow. Amen. So if you're lonely and you want a friend, put a smile on your face and be friendly to people. Amen. Amen. And then you're going to be like, God, oh, I got too many friends. Because <laughs> it's a law. It's a law that every 
nature of the seed is to grow and reproduce. whatever I sow comes back. Ask any farm. That's the nature. If I want it back, I got to first sow. Here's the problem with so many of us. In order for that to grow, there's process. Like that. throwing dirt on me. Why are they lying on me? Well, why is my life just got a little bit more dirty? I 
don't even see the light at the end of the tunnel. How am I going to get out of this? Y'all throwing more dirt on me? Because anytime God wants you to bloom, every seed reproduces after its own kind. So God has to plant you. And in that planting stage, it's dark. Yeah. It's lonely. Yeah. It's cold. Yes. It feels like no one cares. Yeah. And maybe that's where some of you are at right now. That the devil didn't realize you're a seed. Yes. Yes. Amen. Amen. Now, at any given moment, you tell God you've had enough. And God will get in here with you. And he'll go searching through all of this dirt. Where is it? I got to find it. Oh, it says you're something. Oh. God will go looking through the dirt to get that seed and say, yeah, you ain't ready for this, I'll wait. And I want to tell you what happens when I say, God, turn my situation around. What's it? He that goes forth weeping Bears precious seed. They told doubtless come again. And they're going to be bringing the harvest with them. But the reason God has to turn it around is because when you were a seed, everything looked like it was going in the wrong direction. And many of us don't know how God operates. God operates through seed time harvest. Watch this. Seed time harvest. And once seed is sown, there's time. And in this time, I feel lonely. I feel forsaken. I feel dark. It feels like all kind of dirt is being thrown on me that I didn't ask for. God's saying, I'm setting you up. For whatever you said you wanted. It's going to come up. And sometimes God said, I got to throw some manure. So sometimes life can stink. And every time you go through the stinky parts of life, you got to realize, oh God, you just given me fertilizer. So fertilizer is making things go quicker. 
So anytime life starts sinking, all you're doing is fertilizing the seed of my life because you're wanting to expedite my praise, my worship, my study, my word, my devotion is causing God for you to move and wanting you to expedite. Watch this. So have you ever felt like you were trying to get closer to God? And the more closer to God you were trying to get, the more life was starting to stink even harder. That's God saying, I see the work you're putting in. So I'm not going to fertilize your life to make it grow higher, to make it grow stronger, to make it grow quicker, to bring about the harvest faster. You're a seed. Yeah, amen.
is that root under the ground that's going to sustain your growth.
say you, when they make that sound, yeah. and always think back. I remember where I was when I planted. Yeah. Yeah. Never see grows yeah. after it's on time. Whatever you sow, it's natural law. It comes back. So whatever God is sowing in your life, it's coming back. Stronger, greater, more than it's ever been. So that's why you can be encouraged in darkness, in isolation, in sin. Because you know, uh oh, I've been planted. And the devil can't stop what God has already said. I want to God in our giving. If you want to give through text, you can text that number right there, your donation amount, and it'll walk you through the steps. Either way, we trust that you'll obey God. I do want to ask each and every one of you today, all who it is you're tied to obey God, that you will be faithful and obey God in your tithes and offerings. I'm also going to ask you over the next few weeks for you to do the same as well. I'm going to ask you in this time of our church that we didn't ask for, that no one did, including you and everybody else in the world. Amen. That you help sustain the work of God. Yeah. Even this week, understanding that we have to buy a new recorder to be able, or a camera, to be able to even do life again. It's an added cost that we weren't even thinking about or budgeting for or planning for. So if all of us can obey God today, I know God's going to meet the need. Amen. 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 Father, we love you. We bless you. We thank you for how good you are. We thank you for the promises we have in you. And Lord, today, I ask for you to strengthen our faith. Grow our faith. Lord, much of our faith over the last few weeks have been under attack. Dirt has been thrown on our faith. Second-guessing ourselves. Question. And Lord, now I ask you to turn this season, fertilize it, so our faith can grow in this season like never before. While the world is scared, may they find a church that's alive, full of faith and power. Lord, bless every tither, every giver. In Jesus' name, amen. These guys are going to start in the front, work in the back. We trust you'll obey God through your giving.
I, I, I have no desire anything to offend anyone of you. But I am going to ask you, if you're a regular on Wednesday night, we would love for you to be here Wednesday night. If you haven't been a regular, I pray you'll start in three weeks. <laughs> Not this Wednesday night, but next Wednesday night, we will be going live as well on Wednesday night. So you can watch our services live on Wednesday night as well as on Sundays. Once we start it, we're just going to maintain it and we're going to stay live. Uh, for as long as we can. Uh, so that's what we're going to do. Next Sunday morning, we're going to be live. Listen, I don't want you to hear, take this wrong, but we're not going to have nursery. We're not going to have children's church. So next week, we would love for your family to get together around the living room, around the table, watch service. Our praise team is going to be here live. I will be here live. And we love for 50 to 100 of you live. But listen, if it's kind of hard, your kids get antsy at times, stay home. I, I don't mean that rude, but just please stay home. If, if you're getting up in these years, we're going to ask you to stay home as well. Uh, and we're hoping to have 50 to 100 here next week. Wednesday night, when you come in, please spread out. Don't sit on top of people. Next Sunday morning, when there's 50 to 100 here, spread out. Don't sit on top of me. I believe God's going to get glory over the next two weeks. I'm going to ask you when you go live, if you're, when you're watching, if you'll share it. You know, let's get several thousand people watching. Amen. Next Sunday morning at 11 o'clock. Let's really get Jesus. Whether they're in our city or live across the country, doesn't matter. As long as we can impact somebody for Jesus, Amen. that's all we're asking for. So this is what our thing is. I look forward to seeing you all this week. We're still keeping all of our ministries going. So Women's Fellowship is still meeting Friday night. We're still going to keep going as much as we possibly can. But we are going to operate under authority. And so that's the reason we made the decisions. I hope we made it clear enough. You guys have been fantastic preached to today. Amen. Thank you. I, I know half the world is in fear. Thank you for rising up and saying, I'm coming to church anyway. God bless you. I'll see you sometime, whether you're online or live in person.